Hi, this is Vinny DeRosa with the FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com. Going to be talking about careers and things that you can do to enhance them, make them better, and maybe make some changes. And today I have with me a gentleman who's a career coach, Mr. Ed Samuel. Hey, Vinny. Thanks for having me. Thank um, you. Great, great to be here with you in Florida. A, um, you know, when we were talking before, uh, before air about uh, what I do, uh, you know, as a career coach, um, my, my company is called Sam Novum. We're based out outside of Philadelphia in a little town called Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. And um, we do two types of career coaching. We help people who are employed. Mm-hmm. About 50% of the people are employed. 50% are in job transition in some form. And um, as a career coach, we help people with their resumes. We help people with uh, their LinkedIn profiles. We help people build formal networks. We help people with their interviewing. We help people uh, target companies that they want to go work for. We help them maneuver through the applicant tracking systems that are out there uh, that many companies use. And um, in many cases, we'll even help uh, um, um, a person, you know, move from Saudi Arabia to um, Greenville, South Carolina. Right. So we've helped people in that vein, uh, or people move from New Mexico to um, Kentucky, um, and and those are a bit more challenging moves. And right down to negotiating uh, negotiating a job offer. So that's a big part of what we do. Before we go further, what's a good phone number, and then we'll repeat it a couple of other times that they can get in touch with you with. Oh, sure. Uh, our main number is six one zero. Two seven four eight two one four, and um, that's that's the best way to get a hold. Okay, of us. We'll, we'll repeat it again before the end, so that if someone has any questions, they can give you a call. Well, that's great. Now, something else that we do, we we I, I lead a team of about twenty six people around the country uh, doing career assessments, mm-hmm. and career assessments are really important because um, a lot of people are in jobs for a long time and they don't like the job that they're in, and and. They should probably never have taken that job. Um, but these assessments are quite extensive. They're about 550 questions. They take about an hour and 15, 20 minutes to complete. We do a deep dive in personality, uh, skills, interests, and values. Mm-hmm. Many of the assessments, tools that are out there, they don't like to touch values because values become really personal. Right. Um, and um, and then what comes out the other side is a, uh, a 24, 36-page report, and we'll spend a couple of hours with people. And when we go through those exercises of uh, having those conversations, um, people get much clearer in terms of what they should be doing versus what they should not be doing. Uh, it's always interesting doing it when someone's working, and they say, well, I shouldn't even be doing what I'm doing, and that's probably why I'm struggling. Right. Um, in other cases, um, we've had people – uh, working at one job for 35 years and then get laid off out of the blue completely uh, like a sucker punch. Um, and next thing you know, we sit down, we do an assessment for them and and they should not even be doing what they've been doing for 35 years. And, and they'll look at me and say, well, I really did hate my job. Uh, That's and, a shame. And it's really a shame. Uh, and now the same person is um, doing some nonprofit work and couldn't be happier uh, and their light couldn't be shining more brighter uh, when you see that happen and other people, um, um, you know, are just starting out. Um, one, one of the recent people I worked with was someone, um, 24 years old, 25 years old. Um, uh, a mom had asked me to sit down with, uh, this young man and do an assessment. And what we did was, um, he, he got 
uh, a degree from Virginia Tech, and it was in economics. And the interesting thing about uh, about it was I said, you're not built to do anything <laughs> that you went to school to, you know, to do. And I said, well, why did you do that? And he goes, well, you know, I was interested in it. Well, come to find out what he really is. He's really a people person, a salesperson. Mm-hmm. He's not going to ever be in a room doing economic models, period. Yes. Uh, yeah. So a lot of times, um, uh, well, you know, it's, it's interesting for, uh, for those parents out there. There's a statistic that's not a good one. Uh, 28% of um, sons and daughters who go to college will change their major in year one. Oh, yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah. So one of the things that we do, we kind of specialize in an educational track mm-hmm. where we'll help uh, moms and dads with their 16-, 17-, 18-year-old uh, uh, kids that are in high school to help them decide what the best career track should be based on how they were put together and uh, to try to reduce that risk of that 28%. Right. Um, and for what we charge, it's, it's, it's almost meaningless compared to what the fee the parents or the student will pay for that extra year of college. Um, and then we have a professional track and a professional track is one where every age group from, you know, right up to, uh, we've done it up to 65, 69 years old. Um, and of course people are living longer, but I, but I will share a story of a person who, um, um, got late, let, let go, very good career, um, 64 years old. Uh, he reached out to me. He said, hey, "Can you help?" Uh, I said, "What's going on?" He goes, "I got to get back to work." He goes, I, "You know, I was, I was let go at sixty. I retired early. Um, uh, my wife and I have never spent this much time together. And after three years, my wife is literally thinking of filing for a divorce." And um, I said, "Well, let's sit down. Let, let's see if we can figure this out." And uh, we actually did an assessment, and what came out the other side was, um, "Hey, stay in sales." Mm-hmm. You're a people person. Right. And we looked at different careers and we, he, we landed on him becoming a real estate agent. Ah, isn't that funny? I, you know, and I've seen that in the last 40 years of people coming from other professions and they get in here and they go, God, I wish I'd have done this sooner. But because like you said, you know, you get married to that paycheck, that, that stability, that guarantee. Well, it's not a guarantee anymore, but you know, in the sales world, uh, it's what you make of it, and there's no one pulling your strings, especially in the real estate side of it. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, uh, people, <clears throat> um, you know, pe- people who go into retirement mode at 62, yeah. 63, um, they really have a big question mark. What am I going to do next? Now, of the many things I'm certified in, I am a certified retirement coach as well. So I will sit down with someone and I will actually walk them through a program that's quite extensive, you know, of six or seven major areas of their life that they can comp- con- you know, contemplate doing now and how balanced they want their life to be between now and when they leave this planet. Um, one part of it is, do you want to go back to work? Right. And that's where this assessment becomes pretty important. And for some people, they do want to stay in retirement. And that's where the uh, the other things that we do for retirement coaching become so important to them. Um, and they move to the villages. And they move to the villages, <laughs> and uh, which you know, which uh, which is a great place uh, if you like golf and golf carts right. and uh, and music at six p.m. in the town square. Right, it's a wonderful place to be. Um, but you know, um, one of the other things that we had just. Uh, uh, was was uh, eating at me the last couple of years is that, you know, as a career coach, even if I have a small company, which I do, you can only touch so many lives uh, in mm-hmm. a given year. 
And we have a, there's so many people out there that, that need help. So um, I decided to write a, a book, which was out on Amazon. We just published it about 15 days ago called Optimize Your Resume, mm-hmm. uh, Do's and Don'ts the Sam Nova Way. Um, and I wrote that book really to help all ages, people who are coming out of college to someone who's a senior executive. Um, the book reviews on Amazon have been coming in, which, knock on wood, they've been very good. Well, good. Uh, uh, We're going to put a link on our websites for it. Too. Oh, well, that would be great. Um, but the book is is kind of step-by-step step to help person through how to put together a resume. Right. And, uh, and I even wrote it for people who are career coaches or even resume writers uh, if they could leave their ego out the door and just read it, they could actually improve how they're thinking about doing resumes for their, uh, the clients that they support. Um, but that's why we put the book out to touch more lives. And some people, quite honestly, will never hire a career coach. Um, and some people will, and some people may not be able to afford us, uh, but they can afford, you know, this book. And, mm-hmm. and I, I promise you, um, uh, you're going to learn something by reading the book, no matter who you are. And, and the book was also written for people who were employed. Right. I also wrote the book, you know, and, and I talked to um, uh, a Barnes and Nobles uh, uh, person here in Florida. Um, and he goes, well, Ed, you know, we have a lot of people who are retired. And I said, well, one way of looking at it is that their sons and daughters might need this book. Yes. Way more yeah. than them. Right. And that's another reason I wrote the book. Yeah. And I'll talk to anybody uh, because uh, that's – and that's, and that's what's happening. People are actually ordering the book for their sons and daughters, not necessarily for themselves. Right. And uh, so that was a big part of what we did so we could touch more lives. So what are some of the things that, you know, are the, the two or three things that everyone that you see is kind of a common thread that they go through from this process when they're contemplating making a change? Are there one or two things that kind of just ring out every time on a well, week? Well, there's um, there's two groups of people, right? One group of one 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 group is, are the people who are working, mm-hmm. and they've kind of st- since 2008, since that you know the recession right. period we're in, they kind of stayed where they're at. And what, you're, and what you're finally seeing, oh yeah, people are scared, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I don't blame them, but they're finally seeing a movement where you know, um, hey, you know what? I haven't had a raise for seven years, eight right. years. Right. I'm working for the you know this company that seems to be making a lot of money, how come I'm not advancing? Right. Or my boss, you know, I'm 47, my boss is 49. Uh, and will I, you know, will I ever be something greater than what I am today? Probably not if I stay at this company. Right. So what people are, you know, more people are doing, they're thinking about making that shift to advance their careers and to make more money for, you know, for their families, for themselves and their families. And, and that's a good thing. Um, uh, the other thing is shame on the companies who don't mm-hmm. see it coming. Right. Uh, I actually did a. Um, I'm on Philly radio, by the way, on Saturday. So oh, I, cool. I, so so uh, on 11:80 a.m. WFYL. We may have to do a call in. Yeah. Do, on, do a sign on, on on Saturday mornings oh, cool. uh, twice a month at uh, at eight o'clock called Optimize Your Career. But I did a program on all the things companies need to be doing. And I'm not saying it's a long list. It's right. about seven things companies right. need to do if they want to retain their employees, whether you're a manager or whether you're the CEO. Um, because a lot of people leave companies because, you know, the basics are, 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 are not being done. Uh, or, you know, uh, you know, their you know, their bosses, you know, a tyrant. Uh, it still happens to this day. You know, the slamming of the, you know, the fist on the table, the four-letter words. It's just it, – it, every time I hear these stories, it just uh, drives me insane. 
Um, but people leave for that reason too. And then people read because they're underpaid mm -hmm. uh, and the company really doesn't care. Um, now, the other group of people are people who are in job transition. They were let go. They were restructured. Those people, uh, um, you had asked about what they go through. They go through something different. Um, when they don't see it coming, mm -hmm. it's like a sledgehammer. It's, yeah. it's a sledgehammer on the side of the head. Right. You see people work 20 years, 25 years for companies, save them millions and millions of dollars. Right. And out of the blue <clears throat> on a Friday, can you come to my office your services are no longer needed. Um, they may, may and, and legal may even counsel them to say, "Don't even apologize. Just say, please pack up your belongings. We need to escort you to you know the front door, um, and that's it. No reason, no anything." So when those people meet with me, I could tell you, um, and I'm giving you a harsh a case, but it right. happens a lot. Right? Uh, they need emotional support uh, more than anything. Uh, and when I meet with people, you know, the first one or two meetings, it's pretty emotional. Um, but I'm also, you know, I'm not the person who's going to, uh, uh, I'm not the therapist either. Right. Uh, I'm a person where take a deep breath, let's get back on our feet. And now we're going to figure out, you know, what, what you're meant to do. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing when that happens. Um, and, and, and then we start to do a recovery plan and we start to get focused. What do you want to do next? And then we put together a game plan and it starts with what do you want to do? Then we work on the resume. Right. We don't work on the resume right. and then figure out what we want to do two months later right. or go back into a job that you didn't like to begin with. Right. Um, and, um, and then you see people come out the other end and I say for the most part, they're doing quite better. Um, and sometimes when you're working for a tyrant at work, and you're in that new job working for somebody who appreciates you, like appreciate appreciate appreciates you. Um, uh, and even if you're making less money, right. the stress uh, and the weight of the world could be lifted off of you. And uh, uh, but you got to work hard. It's still mm -hmm. competitive, and that's right. why the resume book optimize your resume is still very important because your resume you're still competing with people. And even in a candidate driven market, which it is right now, it's still it's still competitive. Um, and um, Less so maybe in the smaller, the mid-cap companies, less so. Uh, the big, big companies are still you throwing their weight around, you know, thinking that they have three or four or five months to make a hiring decision, which drives me crazy. Um, but that's what they do. Um, I, um, but those are some of the things people have to, you know, are going through. The people who have had a career for 10, 15, 20 years and then decide to go to commission only, you know, what kind of direction or guidance do you give them? Because that's a that's a dramatic difference from having a paycheck every week to having a paycheck, oh, not for six, seven months at a time. Well, what you have to do is ask my wife when it's happened to me. Um, uh, it's a painful process. It uh, is. If your spouse is on board or your significant uh, other is not on board with that program yeah. and you don't have the financial backing to support it, it becomes very, very challenging. Because, you know, when you get a paycheck every two weeks, that's – it's always a good thing. You can count on it, right? But next mm. thing you know, well, the paycheck is zero. Mm -hmm. I remember when I started out, I made like $42 one week or, or two weeks, I made $42. And uh, my wife said, what, aren't there supposed to be two zeros at the end of that? <laughs> and I said, oh, sorry, hon. Um, uh, it's just not working out this way. Uh, and we had to go through some rough times. And that's right. why a lot of businesses fail. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go into commission-only work. Right. Uh, and then find out that they can't sustain it. And then they say, well, you know, I got to go back to a, a company. Um, 
And then what happens sometimes is that they go to commission-only work, and then they start working at, you know, um, the gasoline station, uh, and they start doing night work, and they start doing double duty to kind of make up the difference. Right. And that's okay as they grow their commission work. Right. But um, the places where I'm mostly concerned, though, are the places where, um, let, let's just say if it's a commission-driven job, a lot of times it's a sales-driven job. Right. It's a people-driven job. Right. And you have to be a networker, and you have, mm-hmm. to, you have to be out there all the time. Yes. And the button's usually on most of the time versus off, even on a social level. Right. These are times where if you're not built that way, I don't recommend going into a commission-oriented role in any way. Uh, if you're an introvert, you're quiet, yeah. you go into a group of 12 people and you're a pee in the corner eating a piece of shrimp for two hours, it's not going to work well, uh, you selling. Um, so I don't recommend it. And that's another reason we do assessment work, so make sure people don't make that mistake. Yeah, that's usually the, the very first night of class when I start a brand-new real estate class. I, that, I have the same conversation with them. I said, look – if you're not a person who can go up and shake hands with just anybody or introduce yourself and have a little story, uh, it's going to be a tough time. You know, it, there's, there's no paycheck every week. You've got to go out there and generate those leads in order to, to make the, the bank every month. No, absolutely. You know, we do, we do a lot of interview coaching and, um, one of the statistics out there on interviewing, um, is quite profound. Um, it has to do with, <clears throat> When, when you engage a person, uh, what you say has about a 38% impact in that relationship, the words that you use, right. how you engage. Right. Your body language yep. is 51%. Absolutely. And if you think about it, the difference is the words you put down on a piece of paper. Now, the words have to be really, really good since it's only 8%. Right. But uh, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, if, if – if you, you you interview poorly on the phone through your energy level, how you project, right, right, right. Uh, how you articulate things uh, has a huge impact. But then when you go to that face-to-face meeting and uh, you give a weak handshake or your body language is, is one where it's uh, um, you know you know your arms are crossed, your legs are folded, uh, your you know your hands aren't on on the table. They're you know they're below the table. There's a whole whole series of things right. that you can do that will actually throw a person off into a negative thinking about a person, no matter what you know. So then you're kind of you know in a whole you, know, you haven't even started talking yet. Right. Uh, so it's pretty amazing some of the, some of the data that's out there. Yeah, I go to a lot of these networking events, and I I always scout the room and and watch around to see who's kind of like tucked in the corner by the buffet. And not moving, and I'll go over and start talking to them, and introduce myself to them, and, and let them know that you know we're here to talk and network and see if we could help each other. But some people just are very shy. Now there are some people in this room that aren't very shy, and I won't mention her now. But you know, you know, you've got to have that personality. And and again, it, it again, it doesn't come across on the paper when you're doing that interview, that face to face. It, it, it makes it, and that's, that's one of the things I talk about, like I said, in the beginning classes is that you're dealing with real estate, but that's not what you're dealing with. The real estate is the, the end product. It's the individuals is, is that person who's moving into a new location that's been hired to move into a new area. And if the spouse is not on board with that reload, oh, it's going to be terrible. And that's where I did a lot of counseling for a lot of corporations early on is I would say to human resource, yeah, you're offering him or her this job. But the trailing spouse has got to like it here too. And if, and if there's a lot of 
difficulties with the transition, especially when you had people coming from up north to Florida. Our lifestyle is complete. I, I, was, I grew up in New York, and I, I've been here since 68 and kind of simmered down a little bit. <clears throat> but you can sense it when you're out there with them, showing them the area. We, we do a lot of corporate reloads in the Tampa Bay area. And my eyes and ears were there for human resource to say, look, she likes the job offer, he likes the job offer, but the spouse doesn't like the place, the, the mosquitoes, the heat, or whatever it is. And Absolutely. You, you know, and you, you're trying to, trying to make sure that that marriage of that employee and that co- company work out well, because if they move them here, that's going to cost thirty, forty thousand dollars just to move them here, and then six months later there's a divorce. You know, it's funny when I was uh, when I was doing recruiting, <clears throat> I got smart early, and and if somebody was say, hey, I'm interested in this job that you have out in California, I would never ever uh, agree to fly, you know, to represent the person and have them fly out there unless I actually spoke to the spouse on the phone myself. Yes, literally, and people were like taken back by it, but it's like, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not interested in fishing expeditions. Um, that's number one because right. we're wasting everyone's right. time. Right. Because you go through the whole exercise and 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 then you say no to the job offer. Right. That's one part of it, and the second part of it is what you just mentioned. Uh, I can't tell you the number of people who get laid off. Uh, I give you an example where if somebody gets laid off, uh, and what they do is they really don't have a. Um, uh, kind of a, a game plan in place in terms of who, where they really want to work. Right. And what they do, and even in their resume, is just minimally updated. But what they do is they have a circle of some friends or recruiters who call them and say, I have this beautiful job and it's in Seattle. I'm not picking on Seattle. Um, um, and next thing you know, they're on a plane flying to Seattle. The interview, they get the job offer. And they move to Seattle. And then a year later, they're getting divorced because – uh, the spouse had no one who knew anybody out there, but the you know the husband or the wife thought that while well, the money is more important than your well being, and next yeah. thing you know, yeah. bad things are happening. And that's because they didn't hire a career coach. What they did is they just jumped at the first recruiter that called them up. And and I'm I'm just not a fan of that. Go where you want to go, and especially in a candidate driven market like mm-hmm. it is today, you have some choices. Right. Target where you want to go. Target where you want to work. Target what state you want to live in. Mm-hmm. And I have had clients who targeted Tampa, Florida. I've had targets uh, people who targeted uh, uh, the East Coast of Florida, mm-hmm. uh, the Miami area. Right. Um, and I've had other t- people target Phoenix. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but just don't go anywhere uh, because it is a candidate-driven market, and you have some you know, flexibility. And if you're working, by the way, you even have more flexibility because you don't have to jump anywhere. But you got to yeah. be on a confidential way, right? Right. Yeah. It's 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 a it's an interesting. Um operation that you have here so again a little bit of who you are and how they can get a hold of you well again um, i'm an executive career coach um, we do resumes and 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 a whole lot more to help people um, and whether you're working or whether you're not working and if you're not sure what that profession should be whether it's real estate or whether it's sales or whether it's whatever it might be uh, we offer assessments and, and we do them remotely and we do them face-to-face, and we have people across the country, and we have actually a person in Atlanta. Um, so name of my company is Sam Nova, S-A-M-N-O-V-A. Um, website is www.samnovainc.com, samnovainc.com. And our number to reach us is 610-274-8214. And um, 
love to have you up uh, anytime you're near Philadelphia. Yeah, and you said you do a, a radio show? Mm-hmm. One of those? Those are uh, first and third Saturday of every month at nine, uh, at 8 a.m. And um, it's called Optimize Your Career on 1180 a.m. WFYL. And that's they have internet radio as well. So uh, they have about 135 listeners around the country. Um, and that's a... Um, Something that's just been kind of, that's my way of giving back to the community with tips about careers. And um, in fact, next Saturday, not this Saturday, the following Saturday, I'll be talking to a person who worked in uh, corporate Mm -hmm. America for 25, 30 years and and decided to make a shift into a consulting practice. And I've helped many people make that shift into a consulting practice. So I'm going to be interviewing him. Well, that's great. Okay, well, this is Vinny DeRosa with Florida Real Estate University, and this was another opportunity to enhance your career, maybe change careers, or, you know, stay where you are. So thank you for listening.